That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Do you ever find yourself thinking about who would win in a fight between Goku and Superman? Hi, I'm James Gavsey, and on the Who Would Win show, me and my co-host Ray ignore anything important happening in the outside world and debate fictional battles between characters from comics, movies, and video games. We got a new show every week, and almost always, am I the winner? Yeah, not true, Ray. In the past, we've discussed such matches as Captain America versus Darth Vader, Solid Snake versus the Iron Giant, classic matchups like RoboCop versus Terminator, and even the Muppets versus Sesame Street. That one was crazy. So if you're a fan of geek culture and love a spirited debate, check out the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts, or check us out at whowouldwinshow.com. Welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. This week, we're going to change gears a little bit. We have a few more Deke episodes of G.I. Joe left to go in season two of series two. but We got some special stuff planned for what we have left. What I want to talk about this week is something called Rose Petal Place that, quite frankly, I did not know existed, but Gina was all about it. So in a moment, we're going to be hitting up her mastery of this topic. <laughs> anyway, this is Knowing It's Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stacanus. I'm Robert Clark Chan. I'm Gina Ippolito. TV's Gina Ippolito. Uh, Gina, what is the deal with Rose Petal Place? Okay, so here's the thing. It's It was basically the non-edible answer to Strawberry Shortcake, which is... Wait a minute, uh, were you eating the Strawberry Shortcake dolls? Gina, yeah, that's dude. not what they're... Dude, no. they smell like dessert. You're, you're going to put that shit in your mouth and bite down and see what happens. And you're saying they were edibles? No. What were really. they putting in the strawberry shortcake dolls? Now I want to know. They they smelled good too, but the rose petal place dolls smelled like flowers because they're based on flowers. But I, when we watched this, I thought for sure I had to have seen it because I owned every single toy in this rose petal place toy line. But I don't remember ever seeing this. So I don't know who bought them for me. I don't know if I saw a commercial and asked for them or some random family member got them for me just thinking, oh, these dolls are pretty. But I loved them. They smelled delightful. All of the ladies are super pretty. They came with like a rose car. The the horn really worked. I don't remember what it did. But I remember, <laughs> I think I think it played a song. I think you honked it and it played a song. I still have it. God, I hope it played attic. Lowrider. and it just rises and lowers and rises and And then rose petal rides up to uh the lily girl and she's like get in bitch uh but but yeah i had all the toys i had a book uh i think that they maybe still smell many years later i don't know what kind of witchcraft makes them still smell but i think they do but i i remember nothing about this special i don't think i ever saw it i think i was too little 
In my head, uh, Gina's parents were like, "This this abomination." must be tamed somehow she she's tearing around like uh tearing down buildings and just like setting fire to things like we need to get her like on the straight and narrow like i don't know just shove a bunch of like girly toys at her maybe she'll calm down so they just bought the entire set and just like just put it in your room like unpacked it as if it was always there and, I don't. Uh, my it, parents were very like they had to be very frugal when i was little that's why i was thinking that maybe some Probably not relative because my relatives were equally as as uh, kid kids of immigrants as my parents were. But maybe some rich friend was like, "Will she like these?" Uh, but yeah, I loved pretty dolls, and I really loved He Man and Star Wars figures. So go fig. Alternately, this is uh, a set of cursed items <laughs> that someone was trying to get rid of, and uh, I mean it checks out uh, the human being that Gina Ippolito is today. I feel like uh, some demon uh, like raised her as a child, and okay, can I can I just say that actually the first like thirty seconds or the first minute of this special, I thought it was going to be like a haunted thing because one hundred percent because it wow. starts out with 100%. the spookiest music and it's a a, a slow pan through a abandoned house, house through an abandoned house but but the kicker is that it's not it's not people clearly didn't move out of there their their shit is still in there but it's like covered yes and then there's yes. a and then there's a haunted painting of a haunted girl painted uh painting of a girl empty carriage on the porch yeah that is a yes. baby who died and is haunting this place <laughs> yes, i put I, were wow. children murdered here in my notes because mm, yeah. Wow. I, I just when that we saw that first building, I I just thought it was an orphanage. I just no. assumed we were about to see a bunch of sad orphans. No, my first note says spooky music, spooky house, spooky painting of a spooky girl. Okay. Because wow. it Nicole is Eggert. Who, who spooky painting of Nicole Eggert. But it's a cartoon painting of a live action girl. What <laughs> turns out to be a live action girl. Okay, but the but the first crazy thing is that Marie Osmond is the voice of of Rose Petal. And then yeah, we see a, and then yeah. we see a, a haunted house. And by the way, this girl has like she's in a haunted painting and she cries over over it. her tears have magical powers to bring things to life. Which well, is hold on very, a sec. Hold on a sec. We, we are, but we then we are never see her again. No, no. I'm We're just get- saying. But then we never see her again. So we see her in a haunted painting and then crying haunted tears and then never again. But didn't she show up as a cartoon character later towards the end of the episode? No. No. Am I making this up? Because I yes. swear to God, maybe it was the Wikipedia page I was looking at or one of the... Um, I mean, I watched every no. property of Rose Petal. No, I did not. Uh, so here's the deal. There, there was, was only one. Yeah, there's this, or, there might have been a second one. There's a second one. There's two of them. Because oh. uh, I found both on YouTube. Oh, I had to make sure I was watching was the right one. was supposed to usher in the new line of toys, which they then canceled, which toy line Correct. never yeah. got canceled in the 80s. Rose Petal, they made next generation. <laughs> yeah. They had the Ro- one android of Rose Petal, uh, <laughs> which is weird. The college One was years. wearing a barrette on her eyes. It was crazy. <laughs> See, Ray and I went Star Trek, and Gina goes, what, Degrassi or some shit? No, Saved by what the Bell. <laughs> Whatever. I don't. I can't. One's Canadian, I think, and otherwise I have no. Uh, one's got a creepy uh, child molester, right? I think they I think all they do. All have that. do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking about it. Oh, Look, you can't so work here's on a deal, show guys. for more than a year without there being a creepy molester on it. Gina, what year is the unicorn on right now? 
I don't know. It's only it's it's one only one season's on Netflix so far. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's all that counts. Uh, so this is Rose Petal Place. This was pitched to us as Rose Petal Place, the movie. So we were all like, well, I don't think we're going to watch it. And then we looked and it was only 22 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> and it's uh, like, what kind movie. of movie is this? <laughs> I mean, to be fair to kids, that feels like a movie. I, I took many breaks during this movie, I admit. <laughs> what? 22 minutes. I have to take frequent breaks. To be fair, I have to cram it in uh, while my kid's asleep. So it's always like, go faster, go faster, go faster. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't want your kid watching your your work cartoons with you. Oh, I've told this before, but when and I've had these various jobs at these uh, high profile video game companies, and there's nothing like taking your lunch break, staying at your computer, putting on your phone, and watching, you know, Alice in Wonderland live action (laughs) as people walk around you, being like, "What the f is happening? Why are you?" Watching that? Why are you watching Strawberry like, Shortcake, Ray? I bet the kids would like Rose Petal Place. I mean, here's the thing: like, I'm I'm typing and doing shit while it's going on. So if he's around, um, it's real hard to do. Uh, but I mean, there are plenty of things that I do deliberately keep from him, and yet he still gets into. <laughs> speaking of which, Ray, you got to get your uh, daughter into professional wrestling. Send her to Japan because <laughs> um, I'm watching. Off stardom right now and it is wonderful i won't let egon watch it because you know like as soon as he sees stuff then he starts punching things so not a great idea yeah she's already a- she's already punching us and throwing herself off the couch at a, a breakneck speeds so i don't think i need to hasten that or make it any more aggressive than it already here's is. the thing there are 13 year old girls wrestling in, in japan like on national international television. Um, I mean, so, you okay could also watch? start teaching them chess since I I played in my first tournament pretty much around now and I knew how to play when I was two and a half. But yeah, wrestling is good. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. What happened? Did it? I, I told are we my talking wife about that boring shit? It helps I told my wife that she's going ADD. to wrestling school. It helps prevent I, ADD. Oh, it helps sure. them focus in school. Yeah, Gina, guess what? I played a lot of chess in school, and I've got severe ADHD, so I'm not sure it prevents <laughs> dick. No, I've you, told my wife that, doing uh, that, it wrong. that Luna's going to wrestling school. Like, I've already talked about this. Like, look, she, let's teach her tumbling right now. Let's teach her gymnastics. Let's teach her some body control. So that way, when she gets in the ring, she won't be so stiff. I was taking, I was doing gymnastics at that age. Uh We've been talking about uh, sending uh, him to gymnastics, but absolutely not uh, wrestling. Like, I don't want him to see it so that he doesn't enjoy it and have a love for it early on. So then he actually wants to do it because. um, You know what, Chan, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to cut you off there. The best (laughs) thing you can do is just introduce him to it and say, dad likes this. And then he'll (laughs) never want to watch it because it's your thing and it's dad thing. And it's boring. If you try to hide it from him, like my parents did to me, he's going to become a wrestler just like I did. You cannot hide this stuff from your young kids. It's, it's, it's too exciting. It's too exciting. (laughs) Is this, am I, am I in, in trying to, uh, uh, do my best to raise him. Am I in fact becoming that uh, drugs commercial where it's like, I found these tights in your closet <laughs> and this luchador mask. Who taught you to do this? <laughs> well, first off, that has nothing to do with wrestling. Second off. <laughs> totally different. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. You remember you watching eyes wide shut dad. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that's where that came from. Yeah. Make it, make it, make it daddy's like uncool thing pro wrestling and then he'll never want to he'll just not be interested in it at all you know 
I'm trying to like, like I'm going to tell her right now, but my kid's not going to be in a GI Joe because I'm going to try. So <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you right now, it's not going to happen. Uh, he's super into uh, this one wrestler uh, named Goki Gen Death, though, um, well, who, is who is a a clown, just oh. a happy clown okay. who runs around screaming, going death. <laughs> so i don't know i don't know i i can't let him watch any of it because he's already he's already into it oh my goodness so rose petal place <laughs> rose petal place there's a lot of wrestling in rose petal place there's a lot yeah well i mean we, gina you said before but marie osmond is the headliner of rose petal place the voice of rose petal does all this musical numbers all these songs she's got a lovely voice you say yeah. all these and it's Two songs, one of which is repeated multiple times. Oh, I thought it was a different <laughs> which song. Is the each cheapest time. bullshit. It see, it seemed like there were a lot of songs, but maybe it was just the one repeated over. Well, I also had no idea there were songs in this at all. And then when I saw Marie Osmond's name, I was like, "Uh oh, what is happening?" But then, <laughs> then there was a haunted house, so I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, that was real weird because it opens with yeah, with this weird haunted house. Uh, then we'd say, hey, by the way, Marie Osmond's in this in the credits. It's like, okay. And then we immediately bust out a song about friends and Wait, how important we, it is to have friends. Can we hear? Okay. Can we hear part of the part of the instrumental Please. music that plays through the haunted house? Because I want people to understand <laughs> that we are not crazy. Okay. Yeah. Meant to feel sad emotion. Yeah. Come on. That 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 piano in the beginning is straight out of a horror movie. It's like yeah. three notes, like do 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 do. That's mm-hmm. creepy as hell. But then, yeah, mm-hmm. it leads it leads directly from oh, haunted house. This little girl in this painting is 100% dead and haunting this house. And whoever <laughs> buys it next yep. is going to have to deal with her mm-hmm. ghost. Like, this is 100% she what I thought killed the baby who was like her younger brother. Uh, yeah. And that's why the empty carriage. And then the family had to flee afterwards because uh, the ghost was flinging things around the house. And they yeah. had to flee no, like mid-dinner. Like, they didn't have time to pack up anything. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then they were gonna get uh, help from the talking garden outside, who are the only ones that know how to vanquish this angry spirit. That was what I thought this was gonna be. But then all of a sudden Marie Osmond starts singing about friends. Friends, do 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 do. Yeah, and so we we I was just like, well, who is Rose Petal? Like I don't know this character at all. So at first we see them, and I'm like, okay, so she's like a Rose character, and then they started like interacting with things that are very very small, and I'm like, okay, they're very very small. They're sort of you know Smurf sized, if you will, maybe a little bigger than that, but that roughly equivalent. I'm like, okay, I'm understanding this. Ooh, there's a bunch of wacky animals around them who didn't come into play basically the entire rest of the show. Outside of the opening number, I, I, uh, I guess that's not true. This but took I, a I, long time to figure out, right? I did because it was a puzzle that I needed to unlock. It's, no, it's not. It's a show for five-year-olds. Yeah, and it's it's a mystery to me because I, 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 I don't like it when cartoons from the 80s pop up and I've never heard of them because I feel at this point I should have heard of all of them. There's always something else, man. I keep finding oh. new shit. This isn't 
that obscure. I mean, I tweeted about it and everyone was like, oh, hell yeah, Rose Petal Place. And then I posted a pic of it on Instagram. People were like, oh, hell yeah, Rose Petal Place. So I think you guys were uh, sexist and uh, and purposely ignored girl stuff. I mean, 100%. here's the deal. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, 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 no. I'll even go higher than Chan. Yes. I avoided anything that was girl cartoon. Because but I was aware of it's them. Not, it's not that obscure. My brother, I, my brother, for instance, would know what this is because I, I because he lived with toys. you and you, and you had, had all the, the toys, toys and you kept rubbing the flowers all over Stinkor. <laughs> Ray, Ray had a sister. I had two sisters, <laughs> and they were into My Little Pony and Barbie, and not this. I, I guarantee you, if you bring this up to them, if you send them a picture and say, "Do you know what Rose Petal Place is?" they will be like, "Oh hell yeah, Rose Petal Place." You know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to do yeah. this uh, when we're on a break and I'm going to see what I get out of it. Yeah, do it. So so here's the deal. So we're in this friendship song. Uh, she, Her songs are healing the flowers around her. And I'm like, cool. And then out of like the middle of this song, this spider lady shows up and tries to smash a bird feeder on and murder everybody. <laughs> and I was like, this shit got real. This is the realest weird. thing I've ever seen. I am here. I'm woke up. Let's go. Yo, here's the thing. So I, I had, I had all the, all the rose petal place dolls, uh, which you know, there's, there's basically one for every flower, and they're all different, pretty colors, and they smelled. All oh, pretty. so there are seven flowers in the world. Is uh, that what you're saying? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's what the toy line number two was supposed to address. Uh, <laughs> the other types of flowers. Ah, uh, yes, the other uh, six flowers in the world. And weirdly enough, I looked up the Wikipedia entry on like each of these dolls and they each have a thing like one's a, one's a pretty ballerina and one really likes to shop and one is super into finance. That's which amazing is, to me. Which is like Wait, weird. But then the, her description was uh, was she's super into finance. Daffodil. Okay. I have to figure uh, out which one which, that is. Which I'm sorry. Like, this is weird and not like the others. And then I was like, you know what? Good for them for teaching girls to be financially independent. Uh but <laughs> I, I, I but, just like astronaut Barbie. I'm here for it. Yeah, but I just I, I just say, pulled up mm -hmm. I just pulled up the Wikipedia and I'm still stuck on the Asian character, and I'm very curious what her that, thing was. That's why the toy line never came out. It was like cherry blossom or something. <laughs> yeah, it is right. Yeah, did, yeah. Did yeah, they come yeah, out and like, yeah. oh yeah, no, because she, she wears a kimono, which is uh, th that's already a bad start. And we'll find <laughs> out that it's like, uh, you know, and she's got bound feet. They're probably like, you know what? We should just cancel this right now. This is not. It's only going to get worse from here. If you make another uh. uh Movie. I'm sorry. Um, a tw if you make another 22 minute movie, <laughs> it's just going to have her walking around going ching chong, ching chong. And like, <laughs> so let's just nip that in the bud, as it were, being that it's flowers. So buds being flowers, nip the, it's a so, horticultural reference. Wait, is she Chinese or Japanese? They don't care. What do you think they don't have flower buds in Japan? What are you no, talking no, about? Because I was thinking she was Japanese, but I, I feel like the words you said are what people use to make fun of Chinese people. Wait a minute, are people making fun of bound feet? Is that what's happening? <laughs> Emma, no. What sort of racism no. circles are you running in, Gina? <laughs> no, look, cherry blossoms and kimonos are Japanese. But then ching chong, ching chong. It's <laughs> like what shitty improvisers do when they're playing Chinese people. I'm just saying. Gina, <laughs> do you think anybody who says ching chong, ching chong can tell the difference between a Japanese person and a Chinese person. 
or indeed a <laughs> Filipino, Vietnamese, or Laotian person. But I feel like they always label themselves Chinese. I'm, yeah, I'm getting away from this. My original point was I had all the time. <laughs> I had all the dolls and they were they were dainty little they were dainty little dolls that smelled like flowers. But I also owned the spider lady, uh Nastina. Ooh, they had a toy for the spider lady? Oh yeah, they had a toy for the spider lady, and she came on like, you know, a springy string that like so that you could like hang her and she would like bob up and down, kind of. Uh, no way, uh, I heard the same thing. It's okay, don't worry about <laughs> it. I'm just picturing like a midnight New York City place where they do all the horrible alt-right racist comedy and the guy just walks on stage and goes, hey, look at me. Look at my bound feet. Wait, I feel like you guys are each on a different thing now. <laughs> I never left. I never left. I never left. Ray is thinking about bound feet, but, but Chan's thinking that I said something other than springy string. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've been unable to continue. I'm sorry. That really got me good. No, yeah, I, want to explain, <laughs> I want to explain to you Nastina. Oh. So she was on. So, you know, it's that. It's I love that, Nastina. It's that springy stuff that that like, uh, you know, a ball that you uh, the ball with the wood paddle is on. And she weighed enough. That rubber? You, I, I don't know. What are those strings made out of? Rubber bands? Have you never heard of? Have you never run across a rubber band in your life, it's Gina? Not a rubber band. You know what it's you like, use rubber bands for? Oh, I hate feet. you guys! I hate you guys. Ray is going to be obsessed with binding feet now for the next year, Chan. Thanks <laughs> God a lot. Damn funniest terrible thing. Oh, uh, but she weighed a ton. <laughs> Like compared to the compared to the rose petal place dolls, this was like like you could do some fucking damage. Like I oh hit my my brother was hit in the head several times. I hurt myself on this toy because it was like really fucking heavy and it bounced around everywhere. And it was I don't know. What oh, they were oh, doing you're saying that she's back. attached to a string. She was attached yes. to a string so you could bounce her up and down and also yes. wing her around like a sling. Yes. Oh, that's a terrible idea. And she was like, she uh, was at one really point, dense. Yeah. Really dense is in not very smart or really dense like a delicious cake. I'm going to find an image of this toy and send it to you guys. Ooh, vintage rose petal place. When I, 1984. People are buying these for hundreds of bucks and I still got mine. When I was a little kid, uh, I had a uh, uh, babysitter who had uh, kids too. And someone, I think the kid got a bunch of uh, parachute uh, soldiers. Oh, so yeah. Soldiers with the parachutes cool and like that. And, you know, like we f- flung up in the air and they flo- floated down a couple times. And then we grabbed the parachutes, started swinging them around our heads. And before you know it, we both had huge ass knots on our head. And uh, the babysitter whipped us for that uh, oh, because what? you could do that back then. The 80s were a different time, uh, everyone. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my story. Child abuse. Let's move on. I'm going to I'm going to uh, chat you right guys no. this. Yes, please. The, I, I, I will chat. say my, I reached out to both of my sisters and the first one has gotten back to me. She says already. Uh, dang. I, yeah. Well, listen, we have nothing else to do. It's the pandemic. Yeah, my, uh, my brother she says and I answer she, each other. She says, I do not recognize this product, although it looks like Rainbow Bright or Polly Pocket, that sort of thing. I said, it looks, it's actually a sister product to Strawberry Shortcake in the 80s. And she says, yep, it reminds me a lot of Strawberry Shortcake. One sister down, no one had ever heard of it. 
<sighs> but she does. But she just. She literally, as I said that, just sent me a thing. Uh, uh, I vaguely remember these, and it was a sticker book of Rose Petal Place stickers. Hell yes, told so you. She has some vague memory of that. Yes. But here's the deal. I put a picture with the name Rose Petal Place in front of her, and her first reaction was, I don't know what this is. So you can't blame me for not knowing what it is. My only reference point to have it doesn't know what it is. No, here's the thing. I'm not blaming you for not knowing what it is. I'm blaming you for saying, oh, this wasn't a thing, just because you didn't know what it was, which would be like if I said football and wrestling and head injuries aren't a thing. Well, no, I mean, no, here's the deal. Uh, I'm living proof. All of the above is true. I would just say one toy line and and two 20-minute specials is not necessarily a blowing up thing. Obviously, Yo. it existed, Yo, but they... it's not like it was a big thing. So we, we're introduced to Nastina the Spider Lady and her fly friend, Horace Fly. Get it? And, and there's by... a great moment. Voiced by who? Was that, Frank was that Welker. one Frank Welker? Welker? Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Frank Welker was all over Frank this Welker. thing. Frank Welker's yeah, the jam. He's, he's uh, like listen. eight different. He's like eight different characters in this. No, everybody is uh, is doing like eight different voices in this. They went cheap. Susan Blue had to do a bunch of voices. Renee Jacobs did a bunch of voices. Marie Osmond, though, just the one. Oh yeah, they could only they could only, they could only afford Marie Osmond and like two other voices. <laughs> well, you get Big Frank if that's the case, because you know he's going to do everything. No, you get yeah. Megatron on board, you're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Um, okay. And so, uh, you know, they just encourage a lot more singing. Everybody gets scared because they, they all run away from Nastina, who's just tried to murder them in the middle of a song number. That was exciting. They all run into uh, Rose Petal's house. Yes. This is the point where I was like, wait a minute. Like, this feels real dated because it's 1984 and it's, yeah. you know, specifically geared towards little girls. But also, this feels like a modern match three game story. Like, yeah. I don't know how many match three games I've downloaded and it's been like, Hey, we've got to restore the garden. Use our magical fairy powers by matching these gems. Oh, so okay. I was, I get I was ready for it. Yep, yep. This is this is this is basically Candy Crush, the kids' show from the eighties. Yeah, okay, gardenscapes I, and all the. Yeah, I saw the picture. That's uh, it's terrifying, yeah, that's right? I mean, like, I that's like a, it. It, you can't you can't tell size and weight, but if you chucked that mm. at your brother's head, he would he would end up. Real in some real bad shape. <laughs> I did you get sent? Were you beaten by your parents for that sort of thing? Because I feel like no, I mean, you should have been if you had. I wasn't. I think the only thing it did was I held the I held the string and sort of like like to see it bounce up and down. So I did one of these bad boys, and I for sure hit myself in the in the fucking face with it <laughs> accidentally. Yeah. yeah, this all holds up. Yeah. So, so we've been introduced to our entire cast of characters here. And now we all of a sudden cut away from all of it to a weird storytelling tree who's going to read us a book about Rose Petal Place. And then we switch to live action. And I'm sorry, I had to make sure for a second I was watching the same show. I yeah. thought somebody had like VHS taped and they just like cut a different thing into this part of the cartoon because it, it was weird. Yeah. And then... Uh, so I Chad, did not like I it. Just... I did not like the the change, oh. the abrupt change to I feel like it's like it's like being on mushrooms or something where where everything yeah. all of a sudden shifts and you're like, oh, my God, are we having separate trips? <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, yes, all of the above. The I'm kid sure. video had already broken that ground. So I don't think, uh, you know, this is not new. Yes. Well, but, for this. but I will say again 
it's we see the we see the live action version of the creepy girl from the painting sort of crying and again it's very unsettling everything well, to do with this little down. girl is unsettling she is. She, she's a very creepy girl. She's from the painting. And we, we she goes into the garden because she has to move away urgently because she killed her little sister, I'm assuming. And so she's very upset because she knows the garden and all the flowers are going to die because no one's going to look after them. So she's crying into this rose petal and also on the cute car underneath it just to sell product. That and was, she, yeah. She <laughs> that, has. That stick out to me as just really, like, so I weird. understand we got to sell the vehicles and whatnot, <laughs> but just why the fuck was there a car? The and car why under- was it the two things? She could have built the car afterwards. Yep. She didn't need the fucking magical tears because yeah. the rest, of the, she didn't act, she didn't then cry on like a snail and a fucking hedgehog yeah. and fucking each of the individual flowers. Like, they they came somewhere. Oh, yeah, I, was thinking, I was thinking Rose Petal was imbued with the flower, with the with the power and then and then gave it to everyone else. But this is also like because because the words that the little girl says, very disturbing. Nicole Eggert, little Nicole Eggert. Well, that's uh, just it. So let's first off, let's hear it. Chan, I, I asked for this sample. If we could just hear this no, in its near I entirety. I asked for this sample, motherfucker. Maybe uh, we both she didn't get to it first. Oh, all right. Fair. <laughs> wondrously but one day the family had to move away and the girl came to say her final goodbyes rose my favorite rose i love you one day i'll come back to you please live for me forever And and I know what you're thinking when you hear that. That girl must go on to appear as a, a major player on Baywatch. And you would be correct. <laughs> Excuse me. Don't just skip over her Charles and Charge years, please. I, I Look, I'm going straight to Baywatch because <laughs> when I hear acting that good, all I can think of is future Baywatch. No. Nicole no. Eggert. My first thought is, oh, this girl isn't moving away. Uh, Her parents are taking her down to the basement to be murdered and dissected and buried. And that's, you know, she ain't coming back. The music is playing over all of that, by the way. The horrible, (laughs) horror music of the piano. And then she says, live for me, live forever. Which No, that's some necromancer shit. That's not. It's so fucking creepy. And also... Like it comes up later on where it says like, oh, she li- like Rose Petal, like we're going to live forever. And that's a fucking curse. That is not a gift she has bestowed upon this garden. That is a curse. That is her saying, I'm I'm I will maybe come back. Spoiler alert. She does not come back. If you're going to set up something where a little girl says someday I'll come back for you and you don't pay that off. That's some bullshit. She doesn't come back. She just cursed this rose to eternal life taking singing forever to take care of a garden and at some point what happens if they build a shopping mall over there (sighs) like two things i want to say right now one yes she's bringing hardcore vampire lestat vibes to this program (laughs) right now and two (laughs) and uh two i had a second point The tear, oh. the magical tear wiped it away. And two, she was intended to come back, but then the second season got canceled with the second toy line. So unfortunately, <laughs> none of that, none of that was able to come yes, back. The second season of this show. <laughs> the second full length movie of this show. 
I wrote, I wrote in all caps in horrified letters. They live forever because they, it's just so. <laughs> like seriously, you if you tweak this slightly, the whole thing is a horror movie. You don't have to tweak it. You don't have to tweak it. It's there. Okay, if you if you take out Marie Osmond singing about best friends, it's it's all a horror there you movie. Go. That's Absolutely. all you need to do. That's why it's so necessary to get Marie Osmond's great vibes in there, you know, because we get back to we immediately cut back to a concert that they're having inside like a basket or something. And and back to it, Nastina is trying to murder them. She literally yeah. rips a boulder out of a, a broken birdbath or a wall or something. And and one really disturbing thing that we saw on a, a, a My Three Dads is th- there's a there's a fireflies like glow bugs being used as human spotlights <laughs> okay that was, was very upsetting was cute. to me no this i thought was cute this was like a precursor to like a bug a bug's life or ants or something where they're all where they're doing stuff like this so i thought it was cute that that's that's the spotlight i thought it was weird that because they they on wikipedia they had the, all the other dolls all the other flowers have clearly defined personalities, which we get none of in this. But the one weird one who's supposed to be into finance has one line in the entire thing. And it just says like, she just says, oh, we're we're like, we're doing well. We sold it out or something like that. And there's a whole thing on the one. She was. She, that, yeah. that was the finance lady. The, the okay. daffodil is the finance lady. And then there's another like part in the Wikipedia page where it's like, and this flower is Rose Petal's best friend. They're best friends and they don't interact at all in this. <laughs> uh, uh, but I will say, here's here's where I start to sympathize with the villain. Because imagine waking up in your house every day and your crazy ass neighbor sings the same song at the top of her lungs <laughs> every single morning. Eventually you're going to be like like you're going to start by being like, "Hey, you've got a you've got a lovely singing voice, but do you think like it's really early and you seem to only know the one song. Would you mind just not singing so close to my house? Like maybe just sing it indoors and that's fine or sing it a little lighter." And then like 3 weeks in you're going to be like, "Hey, hey neighbor, feel like I, I really feel like I brought this up before I, you know, I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I have a day job. I'm trying to work and all I'm hearing is the same song. I've heard it like 90 times. Anyway, have a nice day. And then eventually you're going to be like, cool. I'm going to murder you with a bird bath. <laughs> it's a, it's an obvious progression. Now yeah, this is a bad I, time I to say where that she's like, coming it- from. Every morning I take my kid outside and she wants to get in the swing and go swinging. So I play her the same song every single morning around the same time. (laughs) And that song is What Does the Fox Say by uh, Yovis. And and because she loves it, she says, I want to swing and listen on the fox. And I say, yes, we're going to do that now. So every single morning, my next door neighbor is not particularly far from their house. I'm blasting on my phone. What did the fox say? I'm about to be murdered by a birdbath. I would 100% murder you. Like, like, t- t- get her a set of fucking headphones, dude. Headphones? <laughs> that is not how three-year-olds work, Gina. Sure it is. No. I was playing chess at two and a half. G.I. <laughs> <laughs> Joe will return after these messages. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. 
There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Long ago at Rose Petal Place, a teardrop brought flowers to life. I'm Rose Petal, star Rose Petal Place. This can be your feed, Leopard Daffodil. I found a place to dance. Always on your toes, Lily Fair. Mmm, roses. I'll comb your hair before the show starts. You're all beautiful. Talented, too. Each sold separately. Lily Fair, Rose Petal, and Daffodil dolls come with all you see here. Each doll sold separately. New from Kenner. Back to G.I. Joe. But I'm just saying, oh, I can't boy. be the only one that thinks Nastina is a little bit in the right here. I think she's very much in the right. Yeah. I, I can say she's my favorite character. Look, she's a cut rate Ursula, and I feel like it's her uh, her material isn't a material uh, as 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 villains go. You know, she could use a little swagger. Uh, um, so yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. about that. I mean, so let's she's... talk about that song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's got a good message. I thought there were gonna be like three more original songs, but as Chan said, it's just pretty much the one played all the well, way throughout. No, and there's then the this villain, one. The there's... villain gets a song. No, the this one here uh, when they're singing in the what at the Carnation Hall or whatever is its own song. It's a terrible song though, because the um, let me see if I can find the chorus oh, yes, of the please. song. The the chorus is la 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 just some random ass la 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 la. You're overplaying like all those la la's happen in that hurried voice. Do it, murder them, please. Then it keeps going. It keeps going because there's that section where they're doing the thing, and then they come back to them. They're still saying la 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 as if that is look an acceptable lyric. If you want an entire stadium filled with bugs to sing in unison, you only have so many options. Good point. Uh, Everlong. How about that? Why don't we do a little bit of that? How about Thunderstruck? You know what? It, there's, I don't uh, know any of these. You know what? You too. Just pick a U2 song where the streets have know. no name. Then you get an entire <laughs> la, 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 la. Come on now. There's a reason Come why on. there's a reason why the no. only song drunk people will sing in a bar is that one part of Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, da. Ba, that's ba, ba. Uh, no joke. <laughs> I was just about to say Sweet Caroline. That's amazing. I'm just saying it's ama- not look if you can get an entire away. stadium. So if no, you get an entire I'm, stadium of Ohio State fans to sing the same thing, it, you know, listen, no, you can get you bugs proved, in a basket to sing proved, it. You just proved my point because she's saying everybody and they're going, la, la, la. So what you're saying is this is a stadium full of insect Karens. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm saying they're all, they're all drunk at birds at 1 a.m. <laughs> and, the, and the owner of birds is going to put on Sweet Caroline. You know she is. Jesus. Has that place shut down? Has quarantine shut that place I down yet? I don't think so. <sighs> hey guys, Fingers that's crossed. a local reference. Anyway, we cut back to you, and I want to talk about Nastina because we really get a nice insight into her life here after she tries to murder them. Yeah, they all save each other. Who cares? We all know that's going to happen. Also, for a little about- while there, I thought that Orchid's name was Organ, 
just because it was like really hard to tell when they were getting washed away. Uh, and I wrote it down as Oregon, here I come. I'm like, the fuck did and then like ten minutes later they say it again. I'm like, oh Oregon, okay. Well that was also uh I thought his name, uh the hedgehog's name was Chumbos. C H U M B O S. And I was like, that's what what the Chumbos? Chumbos, Why would you call Wumbos, them? Chumbo- yeah, exactly. <laughs> like maybe that's where they got the name of the song. And it turns out his name is Tumbles, which is more normal, yeah, I guess. For and that was also played by Frank Welker, although I don't recall it talking. <laughs> no. I just uh, I, I think it screams that- in terror once, so <laughs> The the flood happens, all these bugs and the flowers and the animals are all getting blown away. And for some reason, they only choose to save the flowers. And then you just cut to the bugs who had to just like hope the water stopped at some point because <laughs> nobody was pulling the bugs and the animals out of the flood. Just the flowers. We see where the hierarchy is in this society. Yeah, I also <laughs> thought that like I thought it would be clever if she like unleashes all this water. And then since they're flowers, they're like, ah. Thank you so much, Nastina. Ah. Because they want to be watered. And then like she would get even more pissed off that she's she's been foiled. But no, she since she fails here, she sets her sight on murder. (laughs) Again. Yeah, Uh, but like more personalized murder this time. No, I I'm into it. I'm into personalized murder. Let's go. Uh Nastina, we learned about her. We go back to her house, which is a beautiful estate. Like she lives in a beautiful house for a spider. And yeah, we learned she plays rich old lady. Yeah, she plays the pipe organ. Like she plays a creepy pipe organ. So already, like I'm triple on board with this lady. Like let's let's get to know you a little bit, creepy yeah. pipe organ lady. Also, and, this, is, this is and then we get her song, which I have dubbed Chan's theme. Yeah, so she she has a she's concocted a plan to brew a witch's potion to make Rose Petal drink it, so she will lose her singing voice. To what Gina was saying, you got to take you know mo- what is it uh, the Chappelle line of uh, modern problems require modern uh, solutions or something to that effect. Yeah, she she tried to murder all of them. Realized that she had Hold bitten on. off more. Hold than- on, y'all are just skipping over the music. I no, just the, it's the next thing to talk about, Chan, because she hasn't started singing yet. Uh, no, no, no. I don't care about her singing. Oh, I'm talking about the music oh. that sh- this villain oh, yeah. plays, which Ray specifically asked for. I Ray loved it. Yeah, specifically asked for, and they. But then I wanted to b- blow by it because I don't know what I'm doing. No, no, no. Oh, no, they call it. They call it bugalo music. I have it! Rose Petal loses her voice! Hold on, where is the actual music that they're playing? You mean the music I asked that I that was after the break? Is it after the break? It, I yeah. that... it's, it's like two scenes later is the music I asked for. Yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's after her love to hate song, and then they well, literally yeah. say it's bugalo music. Okay, okay, that's I. I thought the, like honk, it was also like playing a honky-tonk at the top. Thing? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. Okay, well, that's why okay, I was confused. Yeah. I'm like, My but bad. I mean, here's the. I enjoy that pipe organ music. It was delightful. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about the love song because she says I have a love song I want to sing, and I'm like, go on. She and the song opens. I love to hate, and I <laughs> and I just it made me so happy. This yeah. song brought me all the joy. Can we? She makes the potion as she's singing about everything she hates and like her like Horace Fly 
It's like, well, surely you don't hate me. And she's like, yo, I fucking hate you. A yeah, lot. I, I and I dug this. I feel like it would have been updated with her like sitting at a computer and talking about all the assholes online that she loves to hate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> can, can we hear a little bit of this song? And it's the Robert Clark Chan song. It's what I love to hate. A conviction that I quite appreciate. I delight in being atrocious, scary, and ferocious. A virtue that I'll gladly demonstrate. Hey! Now imagine if she's Wonderful. taking down trolls online as she's singing this. It like she's, she's just sitting there. She's not taking down trolls. Come on. She is a She's in. A, she's a one-woman troll farm, is what no, she is. She just she's wants... going around just dropping stuff like, you know, uh, 9/11 was an inside job. You know, uh, Trump won the election, and then just like, whoosh, ghost. No, she just wants to be left alone in her house without songs every morning. Well, she wants her song. She plays the pipe organ very, very well. I would First, point out, yeah, I'm impressed by that. But she plays her song in her own house. She's not Thank subjecting you. everyone mm-hmm. else to it. She asks Horace Fly, you want to hear it? She doesn't just song rape people in the garden. Is that what you call it when people uh, take out their iPod and they're like, hey, I just want to play this. Yes. I'll get this party started. Plunk. Yes, I do. Because I hate it. Because I hate it. If you bring out a guitar at a party, or if you, or if you're making me listen to your music, or if you're, you know, like walking down the street and listening to loud music, I am not consenting. Look, I've said it before on this show. I always knew the cast party for the High School Musical was over when the Rent soundtrack came on. That's when you knew it was time to leave. Because it happened at the same period of the party every single time. Oh, Ray. And it was what? time to go. Ray. What parties you, are you going to? You every cast party in high school. Because after the Rent album plays is when everybody got naked. Yeah, See? that's so, true. No one. I would have been too awkward. The theater nerds. No, everyone is awkward. All the theater nerds are awkward as crap. It's just they're doing like weird, awkward, orgy stuff together. Ain't nothing sexy about it, but to them, it's it's you know they're all just horny. You know what? If if, if having Please all stop of those... saying them with that tone, really... <laughs> it's it feels pretty hurtful. They're giant <laughs> ant people. I know. Uh, to be fair though, if if I would have had have all that freaky sex stuff, but I still had to listen to the Rent soundtrack, I still think I made the right decision. <laughs> quite frankly, yeah, I, I also left before the weird kids got freaky. <laughs> <laughs> And so, I closed that shit down. Let's move on. <laughs> so, okay. So we have a big plan. So, cause I thought, how are we going to get Rose Petal to drink the potion? That's going to make her voice go away. Okay. What, 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 it's just wonderful. So Horace fly pretends like he's like, I've had it with her. I'm trying to get out, but I want to get her back. Uh, we got to do the thing, which is just really, really weird because what he says to get Rose Petal like on board, isn't, like it's it's a weird plot because he says he has a plan. I'm going to I'm going to pretend like I'm I'm, I'm on the outs with with Nastina, and then when your guard is down, I'm going to kidnap you and take you in and reveal that we just wanted a nice party the whole time. You know the kind you abduct people to go to. Yeah, it's it's a very it's very weird and convoluted. He very convoluted. He should have just like it's a kids show, so he he could have just gone there and said, "Oh, Nastina requests your presence at a fancy dinner, an intimate dinner." But it but like yeah, because if you if you abduct me, 
And then you're like, just kidding. You want some tea? I would be like, hell no, I don't want any tea. I want you to let me the fuck out of here because I'm pressing charges on your weird chloroforming fly. Yeah, this is this is a network note that was like uh, they're they just invited them over and then yes. she, you know, poisoned him. And they're like, you know what? I don't think kids are going to get that. You should have <laughs> uh, them kidnap her. And they're like, yeah, but then we okay, I get we already drew all of this stuff where <laughs> they're just having a nice dinner. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, you We can make this thing uh, uh, 18 minutes. You want us to do it? We'll make this shit even shorter. Like, no, uh, I can tell you uh, what this network note is because it it's it's been said by every single executive on every single show I have ever worked on and I am not that's not hyperbole. It is it needs more twists and turns. <laughs> and this was their answer to that. They uh, they said they said it's pretty straightforward. Can we get in a few misdirects and a few twists and turns? Gina, I didn't think you would come to my Thanksgiving Day dinner, so I kidnapped you with chloroform <laughs> and threw you in di- a net. But the dinner is in. really delightful. Oh, okay. No, we're poisoning you. Oh, make up your mind. <laughs> uh, also, by the way, like if you're going to chloroform a, fl- a living flower and put her in a sack, just then just force that drink down her throat don't i thought that's what was going to happen <laughs> don't, i didn't just, make any sense yeah like don't then then you know like keep up a ruse and nastina dresses in like a pink dress and she redecorates uh, her house for this and uh, it just seems like a lot of effort when you had an unconscious flower in a sack that you could have just also her ultimate goal seems to not be the voice thing it seems to be murder because later, <laughs> later on, she puts her in a dark hole, which I didn't get at first. And then I realized, oh, yeah, if you put a flower out of sunlight long enough, it dies. Well, so the whole I, voice thing is a, is a yeah, MacGuffin. Yeah. That's a That's MacGuffin. That's just it. Why the voice at all? It seems like you could have just kidnapped her, put her in a sack and threw her in a dark hole somewhere. Yeah. She's not going to sing her way out of it when she's that weak. This whole thing was completely unnecessary. Yeah. But, it's but here weird. we are. It is weird. It is weird. Because I thought once they once they get her to drink the stuff and she can't sing anymore, I thought, oh, now, now they're going to like, she's just going to go back to the garden and everything's right. going to die. Like, you don't need to then also, it's a hat on a hat is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so uh, and so uh, butterflies or something find her. They they see what's up there. The scouts of this world, and they go back and they tell all the animal friends and all the other flowers, "Hey, we got to you know Nastina kidnapped her, and we got to go get her, or we're in deep trouble." Oh, real quick, and, yes. Um, she drives the car out to the briar patch to meet Horace, and it just like I get it. I understand we're selling <laughs> merch, but it was so egregious and unnecessary. I was it's like, weird. You, you just, you got in your car to drive three blocks for God's <laughs> sake. Just walk. Why you gotta walk up like, the concert took a lot out of her. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Yes. Yeah, she was uh, almost drowned earlier. So I guess you have a point. But then they, yeah, I mean, the, spi- be- the spider and the fly start grooving out to what they call bugalo music, which I I was kind of uncomfortable with. Yeah, we, we come back after the break. All the heroes are basically like, yeah, let's go get her. We go to commercial break. We come back to some of the weirdest music. And Cham, uh, if you if you have some of this for me, I, I, the, bu- the to what Gina said, the bugalo music, which oh. I sort of got. I thought that was a hate group. Surprise! Surprise! Oh, Settle, darling. I'm so 
glad you could come. No, that's not it. Where is it? Um, also, hmm. throwing someone a sack and then letting them out of the sack and yelling surprise as if it's their, their surprise party and not a kidnapping is very weird. Oh, there it is. If ever I kidnap somebody, I'm going to pull, <laughs> pull them out of the sack and yell, surprise, you're kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> We get this hardcore funk, and I love it. Yeah, Yeah, that is deeply concerning to me (laughs) because it's 1984, which kind of codes Nastina as a black woman. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, and this gets real racist. Are they are they trying to argue that she's a black widow? You know what? If her name was Black Widow and they had a black actress uh, doing the voice, I would be all for it. Uh, when they sneak that shit in there, all subtle, like I am not on board with that. Also, I am not a fan. Also, again, I would like to point out that I am on Nastina's side because it seems like the neighborhood's being gentrified by a bunch of flowers who only came to life very recently. Because for all we know, Na- Nastina was there for years. She's a she yeah. was a living yeah. thing. Spiders are already alive, and then all of a sudden, a little white ghost girl moves in, makes her magic tears bring a bunch of white flowers to life. And then they're like, we're singing and we're trying to make things nicer. We're cleaning up the neighborhood and we're charging $5 for a cup of coffee and a, and like a really expensive Danish. And Nastina's like, hold yep. up, what? Because my friends and, the next and I thing are you know, moving out. There's a Trader Joe's right there where there wasn't one before. It gets very upsetting very quick. I will say that I, th- I think <clears throat> the problem is, is that they let uh, Nastina over explain uh, what her deal was, because if you sort of left it as, you know, like I'm trying to uh, get rid of these, you know, like uh, creepy uh, talking flowers, I would be on board. Uh, but her thing is like, I just want to destroy something beautiful. Um, <laughs> like a- as her motivation was like, I-, I, that's why I was not on board with it. Cause like, well, this is stupid. She has no reason for doing any of this stuff. Well, but if they made Captain it a Planet thing, villain. She's a Captain Planet villain. I'm destroying exactly. the environment to destroy the environment because I'm evil. Doesn't yes. she say at some point, this is what a garden should look like? And it's got spider webs up, which like spiders are an important yes. part of every ecosystem. So That's she's the thing. not wrong. She's she's a spider, which means she's eating the insects that would attack the flowers. So it should it should work out. And if her thing was like, yeah, no, I want uh, spider webs everywhere. Um, then I would also buy that. I'd be like, okay, yeah, I, yeah. I get that. You want to do that. But like, I just want to, you know, make it uh, ugly because, because. Yeah, I was like, her motivation is a little muddy. Guys, and then I, they made it racist. So then I was like, ah. <laughs> my second sister has gotten back to me with the, have you seen Rose Petal Place? Her answer, uh, no, no is the right answer. And that was what uh, I was expecting uh-uh. from that particular sister. So, uh-uh. so here's the deal. Oh, for two, we have an almost sort of, I remember. And then absolutely. I don't remember this or want to know this at all. What are, what year were your sisters born? They were born two years after me and five years after me. Oh, so they are the right age. Yeah, they're they're right in that wheelhouse. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't there know. it is. When, e- so, when 
on on Eve Esquire's thread about it. Lots of fans of Rose Petal Place. I mean, there, here we are. I, I don't know what to tell you. It was just never in my life, you know. And I feel bad because Nastina is influential. I could have been I could have been down with Nastina for a long time. Now th- we get a really weird like action sequence here because we have to have an action sequence to end it of some kind. So the heroes get in the castle. They try to sneak past the organ. The cat lets or the cat somebody lets down the drawbridge so they could all escape. The cat pairs off against Nastina, and they're about to start like fighting, and it's kind of rad. Everybody else runs to the cell door. They get Rose Petal. They get her out the door. They get her out, and she's dead. And they're all just like <laughs> shit. <laughs> and so one of them like cries all over her, and then the tears of the other flower. Apparently, it's some sort of cycle of life thing. You just have to be cried on by somebody else who's been previously cried on, and then you get to back to your eternal life again. And everything has been fixed. Her voice is back with no explanation necessary other than somebody cried on her. Well, no, you skip the part where they escape the castle. They escape the castle because Nastina was like, oh, shit, they're in my house. You know what I need to do? I need to fucking destroy it with a cannon. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that was a little weird. Um, Like, you don't have... Okay, I'm not a gun guy. I don't think it's a good idea to have a gun in your house. But I understand in in this situation, like, she probably should have had something. She probably should have had some herbicide just ready to go or something like that. But no, what she has is a giant fucking fly swatter catapult that she takes outside of her house and then lobs it at her tower, I think, first. And then just lobs it at the middle of her house. And levels the fucking house. She's a spider. She can rebuild the, it anytime. Uh, the house was nice. Did you see those know. buttresses? Yeah. <laughs> nah, that should just go, come up next day. Okay, so allow me to go dark Gina for a moment. Oh, uh, boy. Because I, I've been... Do you I've, have to? It's already <laughs> dark. <laughs> no, no, I'm going to make it darker. I've been... If anyone's been following my adventures, I've been doing a Marvel rewatch of all the Marvel properties. And uh, so I've seen a lot of heroes become villains, villains become heroes. And I the, here's what I want to see, either from a sequel or or down the line in the third or fourth or fifth Rose Petal Place uh, movie. So it has now been discovered that the teal, the tears of these flowers have magical healing properties and they can sort of keep the garden alive. So I think at some point down the line, Rose Petal is is herself tired of the singing. She's tired of being the only one who's contributing to keeping this garden alive. It's a lot of responsibility. Her her ghost girl has not come back as she promised she had. So she's getting more and more bitter. And she realizes that if she if she starts harvesting tears, she won't have to work as hard. Uh, uh, so she starts strapping her own tears. No, no. She starts strapping her friends to chairs and, uh, making them cry and collecting their tears, uh, and using them to, yeah, no to worries. keep the, the dark garden crystal's alive. got a whole bunch of, uh, machinery for them. And, yeah. and mm-hmm. she, and you know, when, when called out, when they say you used to be a hero, she says, and then I got tired. And I don't see anyone else stepping up and taking care of this place. And if you don't like it, we can just watch it burn. But she is she is harvesting tears and doing terrible things to them and saying terrible mm-hmm. things to them to make those tears mm-hmm. come, by the way. Yeah. 
That's that's and that's, that's our show, Rose Petal Place. Everybody, what what memory? Uh, back up, hold on. We got to figure out which one of these uh, flowers actually likes that. <laughs> and there's oh. like doing like a like an S and M thing. It was like, yeah, uh, yeah, it- keep twisting. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. Oh. Is it oh. Lily Fair? It's Lily Fair, isn't it? Hurt me, Mama. Oh, yeah. Th- yeah that's sure. one of them. Is the one of them is the trash can man of, of Rose Petal Place? <laughs> that is. <laughs> Every place has got one. <laughs> Wait, who's the trash can you? man? Of- Ray. Ray. Wait. Ray. What I I knew that you were going to bring that question up, and I was just going to cut you off Ugh. because we all know. Everyone listening already knows who the trash can man of this podcast is. Yeah. Wait, who is it? I mean, you look around. Every place has got one. And who? if you don't see it. Wait, <laughs> wait. No, I wait. think this, this deserves a hashtag online. Everyone needs, I, to, I, everyone needs to weigh in. Hash, the, hashtag, hashtag Gina's, Gina's the trash can man. Hashtag Chan is the mm-hmm. trash can man. Or hashtag Ray is the mm-hmm. trash can man. I think I need some insight on this because I can see definite arguments for all three of us <laughs> being the trash can man of this show. It's not that I look around and don't see one. I look around and only see one. <laughs> uh, I will insist if you do do that, <laughs> this that you happening. make my hashtag hashtag trash can Jan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, no, the, I get the, it. Trash can Chan or I'll trash can man. Trash, Trash Chan. Chan Chan. Trash Chan Chan. Yeah. Gina, listen. <laughs> I did. I don't make mistakes. I, I did, but it's too many chans. Chan no, is the trash it is Chan Chan. The correct number of chans. Yeah, okay, and correct. then and then Ray's needs to be Trash Can Man, where it's T-R-A-Y-S-H Can. Trash Can Man. Wait, wait, yeah, Trash Can Man. Trash Can Man. Trash Can. Hey, it's a Trash Can. oh my goodness gracious well we lost this one chan before we get out of here i believe we have some like semi-finals of the theme song throwdown to do with uh oh yeah actually uh yeah it's the theme song throwdown we are here with the co-host of the mighty who would win podcast it is james gavzi welcome sir well, thanks for having me on the show. It is indeed a mighty podcast. Uh, we have deliberately left uh, your co-host Race Decanus out of this because you know we don't we don't want uh, that sort of firebrand uh, you know fisticuffs kind of thing going on here in this uh, podcast like you do over there. We're chill. We're real mellow over here. I like it over here. This is over- nice. It is nice. It's, it's pretty chill. We do say fuck a lot, so I apologize for that. But other than that, you know, we're we're a fairly wholesome environment. I mean, I mean, who doesn't? What you don't on the Who Would Win show? That's that's true as well. That's true. We 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 try to make it a family friendly show. Uh, truth be told, the moment the show ends, the uh, f bombs drop for about <laughs> three hours straight. Just I need I need to get them out of my system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I know that feeling. Uh, I I cut my teeth over at uh, comedy sports, so I learned real real uh, well how to avoid swearing. Uh, but then, yeah, as soon as you get backstage, man, light up a cigarette and just start letting the cuss words fly. 
You know, interesting fact, I actually said my first F word when I was a really, really little kid, like way younger than most kids would say it because there's, um, I think, baby seal in French. Yeah, it's baby seal. It's a, it's a uh, baby fuck. Oh, okay. So I was, I was saying animal names. That's all I thought I was doing, you know, up <laughs> in Ontario and Quebec. I was just talking about baby seals and how they uh, taste great in a nice uh, ketchup and gravy sauce. Uh, and well, all of a sudden... Why are all these bikers talking about baby seals? I don't understand. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Animals are fun. (laughs) Uh, I'm a little bit creeped out by this statement. Not going to lie. Just uh, the way you said it, uh, preceded by uh, baby seals taste great in ketchup and gravy, which in and of itself, I mean, just ketchup plus gravy is already appalling. Before you even add in the seals, then then it just goes to to nutso. Bill, well, so. well, well, you know, Canada is not really what we call. I'm using air quotes, of course. God's country. So there's a lot of uh, Satan's work being done up there. <laughs> uh, my grandfather is from there, so okay. Oh, so you already uh, know. That's fair. Yeah, I feel like I got a little bit of that running through my veins. <laughs> what, what part of Canada is your grandfather from? Uh, Calgary or British Columbia, somewhere on the, the western side. The western side. That's a big western side. Calgary to British Columbia. That that is a great side, though, of Canada. Yeah, yeah, I. That's all I know about it. I know that there's uh, there was a Olympics there once, and uh, that's where Lance Storm, the wrestler, comes from. That's correct. That's extent. That's all I got. There's also the uh, Calgary Stampede, an amazing rodeo. Oh, okay. Yeah, just because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of rednecks up in Canada. <laughs> that may be why my grandfather left. That's uh, fair. Me too. Makes sense. I, I left Redneck Canada and went to uh, Atlanta, Georgia, and realized they <laughs> miscalculated. But uh, I loved it there too. It's all good. <laughs> Out of no the baby seals, though. No baby seals in Atlanta. That was uh, no baby fucks given in Atlanta. That's, that's the only difference. <laughs> that was it. Other than that, it was the same thing. <laughs> Love it. All right. You are here to judge. Uh, we're in the Elite Eight round of this tournament. It's been going on for some time, and the stakes could not be higher. Oh. The, I mean, these these songs are the bedrocks of our childhoods, and so it's important to know which is the best, unequivocally the best. And so uh, we are now putting two songs. I haven't told you what they are. Maybe you know them and love them. Maybe you've never heard of them. Maybe you know them and hate them. We are going to find out. So Here comes... Options. The first one right now. When you rule, looks kind of weird, and you wish that you weren't there. Just close your eyes and make believe, and you can be anywhere. I like adventure. I like romance. I love great jokes. I've got my computer. I'll play the piano. Is everything all right in here? Yes, Nanny. Wow. Wow. Muppet Babies. Have I, you heard that song before? Uh, I have heard that. I've heard that so often that um, 
I remember the Indiana Jones, like the little Muppet baby, Kermit <laughs> the Frog, and then the laser sounds was actually superimposed over like something from, I guess it was like Star Wars, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also realized that Rolf, uh, the, the Muppet baby dog, sounds a lot like Nelson from The Simpsons. Huh. Okay. Am okay, I analyzing yeah. this too much? But uh, yes, I am. I'm. I may be slightly uh, familiar with that song. Excellent. It is. I mean, there's a reason it made it this far, and it beat. It beat some uh, some big boys too. So wow. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was dancing. I, I was dancing yeah. uh, inappropriately. No, no, no completely appropriately. Almost every single one of these songs makes you want to move. The, I mean, it, yeah. What well, was inappropriate because it was there was uh, you know baby seals dying. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it was no. I, was, I please cut that. That was uh, yeah. I was dancing to that song. It was great. Loved it. And the reason I loved it, by the way, is because when when I was growing up, I didn't actually see the Muppet Babies on the first run. I'm from Canada. Things are a little uh, slow to percolate up there. So they actually played. I would watch that because that would be right before uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, no kidding. Wait yeah. a minute. Was it weekly or was it daily? They played it on Saturday mornings at like 6 a.m. Dang. And this it's is the- like, yeah, this was this is not right. This, this was not during the regular cartoon run. On, I even remember it was CBS. And this wasn't, I'm getting bitter now. <laughs> Muppet Babies was a daily show, so you should have had uh, what? episodes every friggin' day. When did that you- happen? I, we had it on once a freaking, wow. You got seriously shortchanged, my man. I don't know what to tell you. Someone will pay for this. <laughs> well, while you're uh, planning your revenge, let's go on to the second song. Okay. Uh, let's see if you've heard this one. Uh Wow. Another another classic. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And even as I was uh, doing stuff and I was working on things over here, I, I looked down and like my butt was moving. I was like, what the hell's going on? Oh, my God. I can't stop it. This is <sighs> good visual. Um, You know, it's funny. I remember uh, I didn't watch Jam as much as Muppet Babies. Oddly sure. enough. However, great cartoon. There was a character named Rio in that cartoon, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> is that right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Did he have purple hair? Um, that is a good question. Okay. Uh, uh, other weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, he does. I'm looking at a picture right now. Wow. Rio okay. Pacheco. Wow. Like I can't remember the important things: anniversaries, <laughs> birthdays, who I am, and but I can remember that Rio has purple hair. I also remember that I actually agreed with the misfits uh, in that uh, theme song. Because I do believe the Misfits music was better. Everybody, everybody knows that except for me. For some reason, I thought the lyrics, and I continue to believe this to this day, we are the Misfits. Our songs are bitter, which, I mean, that's that speaks to me. All the music I listen to is bitter. They did Uh, have bitter music. 
but apparently it's better. Apparently the lyric is better. Uh, I don't Could know. Could it be both? It, oh, wow. It's, is this like a uh, Schrodinger's cat kind of thing? Right. It, it, we it, Unless we like really find it could be both. They're, they're both right until we're proven wrong. Correct? I, I guess so. I'm, I'm not going to look up the lyrics then, and I'm just going to let it be uh, – let it exist in its own uh, – I, I believe uh, this box. is the first time quantum mechanics has ever been applied to Gem and the Holograms. This, this is, is probably, probably about the fourth or fifth time. That's I'm not going to say that. That we know of. Yeah. Possibly. Okay. Yeah, it, it's a good song, uh, catchy, and um, even though I do like the Misfits music better on a personal note, I do see the um, art, artistic uh, you know, quality – of uh jam and the holograms as a standalone song yeah yeah i mean it's it's just catchy and anything that makes you i mean one of the factors you should take into account is which one made you move more um as well as you know other things like uh the quality of the music or perhaps you know like which was the best introduction to the cartoon it was attached to you know which was the catchiest tune just in and of itself which one makes you smile more you know, which one sure. has better memories attached? Uh, was Jem one of those cartoons that uh, you like? You didn't watch because it was a girl's cartoon and you're a boy. And so come on now. Um, I I watched more episodes than people may realize because okay. I actually liked it. And I thought nice. Rio was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I thought, why not have purple hair? Like, why not? That's a cool thing. And uh, I was never brave enough to do it. So uh, kudos to Rio. I, I got to tell you. I have purple hair dye right now in my house. If you want, I will I will deliver to you socially distanced and you can make your hair purple right now because you are worth it. Oh my gosh, Robert Clark Chan. I'm I accept your offer. Um yes. what can I can I put a hold on that offer and have you administer the purple hair dye in person when when we're all vac- vaccinated uh in the year 2035? <laughs> uh, I'm doing it now because we're all locked up. And so like, what are they going to do? Fire me for having purple hair. Uh, and then, then I can decide if I'm going to keep going after, you know, after this is all over. Well, the problem is where do you go from purple? Yeah, well, I mean, I got purple and green because I'm going to mix it up, like do two at a time. And then if that works out, I'm going to keep getting more until I can get a full rainbow going. I love it. I love it. Okay. You're always breaking your ground, Robert Clark Chan. That's why that's why you're what we call a national treasure. Uh I break new grounds of sadness every single day of my life. <laughs> I, I hear I hear the cry. I break the ground, I go underneath, I break it more, go even further beneath. I love it. I love it. Well, l- let me get back to you know which song I would choose from this. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I got to tell you I moved a lot to both songs. Uh my dog is looking at me very peculiarly right now. And Boy, he's, he's afraid. the best song. Well, his his opinion doesn't count because he likes everything. He's okay. just a nice dog. Okay. So with, here I, and with that being said, um, I do feel Jim and the Holograms uh, theme song is a catchier song overall. It's more of like a pop song, you know, of course, to the nature of the show of, you know, live, you know, music. And this is a performer, recording artist. So in terms of like, you know, which one's going to get people to move more and, you know, respond to it more. It's definitely jamming the holograms. However, mm-hmm. however, Robert Clark Chan, a couple of things. Number one, Muppet Babies had an array of characters that even though they were babies, they were still very tough. And by the way, you know, my nature, it's all about who would win. 
<laughs> so you're saying so if you put the Muppet Babies, you put you okay, put let's just play this out. You put the Muppet Babies. Uh-huh. Muppet Babies. By the way, that includes Animal. That includes yeah. Beaker, who is yeah. like that got some type of death wish. You know what? I don't know about Beaker because they were in a sep- they only came in as guests. They weren't part of that main mm-hmm. core. So they so wouldn't I don't know that I would, Yeah, okay. I don't know that I put them in there. Oh, I would take out Beaker and I'd put in Miss Piggy, right? She's oh, Miss Piggy, in. obviously. She's yeah, in. Miss, yeah. Um, uh, Miss Piggy, Animal. Mm-hmm. Um, Rolf's a dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. A dog can bite in uh, Fozzie Bear. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what a Gonzo is, but I'm going to assume it's it's bad. Like it's a Gonzo and us. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the organizational structure, leadership, capability, and uh, tactical genius of Kermit the Frog. Yeah. No um, so you put them all in a cage with Jim and the holograms. Um, now, quick question. Do Jim and the holograms in this cage, do they have the misfits with them? No, 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 no. It's it's Jim and the holograms, not Jim and the holograms and the misfits. That's a completely different show. They should have had their own spinoff. I would have watched that misfit spinoff like a motherfucker. Uh, thank you very much. Yes. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, okay. So, yeah, based off that logic, uh, Muppet Babies would absolutely annihilate Jim and the Holograms in a UFC sanctioned cage match. Wow. Uh, by the way, this Even- would never be sanctioned. Therefore, I'm going to go with uh, Muppet Babies theme song as the winner. You know what? Uh, you got there in a strange way, uh, but it it works. It completely works. And, you know, what what can we say? Muppet Babies moves on. Thank you very much, James Gavsey. Your assistance, your wisdom is much appreciated. Uh, where can people find you if they're looking for you online? Well, they can find me at James Gavsey on Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram. You can also find me at Who Would Win Show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can find the Who Would Win Show wherever you get your podcasts. And by the way, start checking us out on YouTube. Uh, we'll be launching the Who Would Win YouTube channel very, very shortly. Nice. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Wow, everybody. I can't believe. Wow. We got James Gavsey of the Who Would Win show on here. I wouldn't Huge be seen get. on camera with him. I wouldn't <laughs> be seen in that segment. But I'm excited to have uh, him on the show for the first time ever. Uh, if you haven't checked out the Who Would Win show, you, I don't know. Do it at this point. What, do you even, what are you doing? You're probably into that. You're into this. What are we doing? Just do the thing. Come on, people. Uh, and I can't believe he dropped the ball as hard as he did on his decision. That is you. You don't upset. remember who won, did you? Not at all. I just remember being very disappointed when you told me what happened in that battle. And I was very upset with James about it. Uh, it was, in fact, Muppet Babies over Jem. See, if you you can't you got to put Jem over there. I'm sorry. You got to put Jem over. Very upset. Look, Muppet Babies, great song. We learned way more than we wanted to learn about Muppet Babies uh, off off air. Uh, that's all I'm going to say about that. So <laughs> I would have rather seen Jem win. Bad job, James. You're wrong again. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's our show. Thank you all so much for listening. You, of course, got our big things here. Rose Petal Place, great show. Uh, you can check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. I've got these G.I. Joe uh, glasses going out to some of our higher $20 patrons because I could only afford to buy so many of them. And I, I've got to get them out. I'm trying to find, honestly, the whole thing hold up for right now is I'm trying to find the easiest, safest way to ship them without them breaking. 
mid-ship. So I'm trying to put together a bunch of boxes for appropriate shipping for y'all because I don't want to send you broken products, but these are cool as shit. And I need to get Gina and Chan their glasses as well. Um, uh, I got a lot of work to do on this, but guys, you're getting something soon. And Chan, you've sent out the stickers and, and magnets at this point, right? I mean, they're right here. They're right next to me, so... I mean, you, you have to assume that I would have sent them out, right? Because they're right I, there. That would they're be within an assumption arm's reach. if I didn't I mean, know better. Mm. Chen, maybe it's time to send out those stickers and magnets to every person on our Patreon. <laughs> I wrote all the addresses down. So, I mean, obviously, if I have done all that, you have to assume that they've gone out, right? Guys, I think we've established here, Chen is the trash can Chen. <laughs> Fuck, I screwed it up. Anyway. Trash can man. Trash can man. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, and it's upsetting. Uh, okay, you can hit us up on us. So you guys have anything you want to plug? We got a double back. We've got the unicorn. Listen to it. Gina, you just had an episode of the unicorn air, and it was, I, I heard, the highest rated one it, of the season. What's up with that? It was. It was. The, it was the most viewed episode of the season so far. It might have something Man. to do with the fact that the equalizer was on right after it. Uh, st- I watched the equalizer too. Wonderful. Queen Latifah. Yeah, sorry. Oh, Queen we just hit back and we. We just say you just got Latifah, and we just you know we just shout that over and over again, and it works. It's a wonderful program, and the Unicorn is a wonderful program. Check out Gina's episode. Hey, I don't care how it got the highest rating. The fact <laughs> is, it did. Hashtag give Gina her own show. Let's just get it over with. Do Let's it. Let's just get it over with. Thank Do you. it, whoever is listening. <laughs> yeah, you. In any case, you can check us out on social media at GI Joe Podcast on Twitter, but individually, we are at. Almighty Ray. Wait, I had Almighty Ray. <laughs> really? Ray, come on. It's been a long day, guys. Man. Trash can man. Trash can man. Trash can man. Main. At 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy, and I'm going to be laughing about trash can man for a long time. <laughs> of all the witty bon mots that we draw <sighs> every week, trash can man is the thing that's going to stick. It's because I'm picturing someone in Fargo saying it. You think I'm from Fargo? I'm Michigan and Detroit area in the Detroit metro area is not like the boonies of Fargo. It's actually quite developed and industrialized. No, I'm, I'm picturing someone in Fargo saying that they need someone with a very specific specialty to help them out of a jam. And one of them goes, oh, I know just the guy. Who's that? The trash can, man. Good night, everybody. Friends. Everybody needs friends. Someone to tell your troubles to. To cheer you up. Hey, it's Brent Pope, the host of Breakfast with Brent Pope. You've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like, Give it up, Jimmy. You gotta sink this putt to win. Or, I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, breakfast. Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get. Inside Hollywood info, like, how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates, like, when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade. Listen up, because Breakfast is the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope, available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. 